Hey, Nephi. Is Nephi there? Yes. Hey. Nice. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we're we're going to have a discussion with uh, one of my cousins, Nephi. It's been a while since I've uh, spoken to him, but we're going to talk more about like food and stuff because uh, he's a really foodie guy. And every time I think about like, like if I'm watching a show, I'm thinking like, oh, Nephi would handle that easily. So um, I, I'm... I'm kind of wanting to have that conversation with Nephi now about, you know, his his philosophy in in, in food. But Nephi, so tell us. I have this question. Um, you know, what's your history with food? I know in our family we eat a lot of good Mexican food, but what like you got down with that? Um, and and now you're just making some. From the pictures I see, it looks really awesome. But I'm pretty sure it's really good. So tell me, what's your What's your history in, in food? Uh, well, um, I think it uh, starts really on a early, uh, at an early age. I think I was uh, probably around 10 years old. I don't know. I just liked food. I've always liked it, but I just started watching my mom cook, and it was, like, just uh, interesting just the way she went about uh, cooking stuff. Her and my grandma as well, because um, they, they both had, like, the same uh, style of cooking. Eventually, I just started experimenting on myself, you know, just cooking, trying to cook whatever they, you know, cooked. I think it uh, started early with uh, tortillas, maybe, you know, and even, like, some carne guisadas and just simple stuff like the chilaquiles, too. Those were my favorite right there, the chilaquiles. Oh, that was, uh, that's still, like, nostalgic. I could uh, have that right now and just remember. It takes me back to... Uh, wait, wait, wait. So, so I, I got to ask you, so just for our audience... What um what is a chilaquile? Like what is Oh, that? okay. Well, I I think uh, like the word implies chila chile, you know, chilaquile, chile, you know, so there's chile involved. So uh traditionally it's just like a fried tortilla with uh the chile sauce, you know? But more you move into different areas of the of Mexico, you know, where we come from, you know, people start putting more stuff in there like uh, like eggs or, you know, uh, whatever else they have available, you know. But if you want to be, be fancy too, you know, you'll you'll have a nice uh, sunny side up egg on top, you know, and make it all garnish with the little green onions or whatever, you know, but the simple traditional way is just, you know, uh, tortilla, fried tortilla with a chile sauce made out of like tomatoes, garlic, and maybe, maybe some chile too, something like that. And it's like super delicious. I I have my own recipe now for that, but it doesn't have chile. So that's why, you know, um, I can't have chiles right now. So nice, I, nice. I tweaked it to conform to my, my palate yeah yeah so um i i've had some bomb cheetahs and some inside um some really good ch- uh, chilaquitas i'm sorry um so <laughs> yeah i i could i could tell you yeah uh, chilaquitas are bomb what about local like there in sunnyside your side rural area that has a population maybe about seventeen thousand and two from the last from the last information uh page that i looked at but it was uh, yeah, about 17,002 people living in rural, you know, Sunnyside. What about, like, local fruit, local fruit and vegetables that are organic? Organic little, like, farms, like, co-ops over there or anything of that uh, statute? Um, there's a lot of small farms, actually, and a lot of uh, bigger farms. But the small farms that here and that I uh, have uh, known to get produce from is... Uh, Magañas that are just down the road. They have some fruit trees. They have a bunch of fruit trees, and they also have asparagus and uh, 
there's also a family that I know of, uh, the Santos family. I think you probably know them too. The, they have the Santos family farms there in Granger, and uh, they grow asparagus. And I'm pretty sure I think they have a variety of other stuff. But asparagus, you know, they 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 tend to always have every year, and it's uh, pretty good stuff too. That's uh, one of the things that we have around here. That's very uh, people come from uh, places uh, like far away just to try our asparagus because uh, they hear about. Yeah, that's true. Like, try, when, you know, <laughs> there's also uh, tell me, sorry. No, yeah, the this uh, this other people that I worked with uh, caterers, they have a family farm too. They also have um, produce uh, coming out of their little farm up on a hilltop here in Sunnyside. They're the the Guerra's uh, Guerra's Catering Company. They're pretty cool. They have a lot of organic stuff too. They they have a variety of different stuff. You know, I know it's been hard since this pandemic started to go out and try like you know restaurants. But um, is there anything that that you had some bomb food at? You know, like there in Sunnyside, like some really good good food that um, you can buy um, about. Yeah, well, we have a lot of Mexican food. Like a lot everywhere we go right here, there's uh, Mexican food. But there's also been a little, um, a little introduction of uh, kind of like a Mexican style sushi, I guess you could call oh, it. Oh wow, that's true. So your traditional um, Japanese sushi, that's uh, sakuras. But people kind of tr- want to try this stuff, and this uh, new place uh, kind of popped into town, and they've been doing pretty good. I think it's called Somos or something like that with a Z. Oh wow. And. Uh, yeah, they have their own uh, style of uh, sushi, and it seems to be more like the Mexican style. I don't know if you, you're aware of the sushi coming out of uh, Sinaloa, uh, Culiacan, Sinaloa. They have their own style. It's like no raw food, uh, no raw fish. Everything's pretty much cooked, and it's like based off of uh, traditional f- Mexican flavor profiles. Yeah, you know, so... you know, in the beginning of this, I was like making my own sushi because I didn't. I didn't know all the scientific da- data on like what was you know was this was this pandemic, you know, uh, going through food or or you know through air, but I right. was making my own sushi and it was like the best stuff I've ever made. Um, you know, it felt like very like uh, like healthy as as far as what I was eating. You know, with little or you know the little oh, sauces yeah. that you make on the side too. And, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. I I like. I could see. What 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 kind of sushi did you uh, like to make, or what what, what did you uh, experiment? You know, with? It, you know what I found out is it's the rice that's the hardest part, because the rest is just cutting. You know, like you're just cutting vegetables and yeah, whatever yeah. you're gonna put in there. But as far as the rice, you want to have some good sticky, um, not too sticky, but um, you know, some good rice to to uh, steam up, and you want to put the right correct. Um, you know, vinegar or whatever you're putting in it, you know, and then, you know, it's it's just to see like what you can do with that. You can experiment with it. But the best one, the one that I really enjoyed making was, was probably the one. And I don't know if it's, if it's weird, but it's, you know, some vegetables like carrots and then you put pickle. Um, I, I even yeah. did like tuna yeah. uh-huh. and then I would wrap it up, you know, roll it up and then. What was that with um oh I would put aguacate in it too. Yeah, and it was the sauces really. You know, you cut it up and then you make you it's it is a little technique you have to follow through with, but um with the help of YouTube, I was able to like figure it yeah, out yeah. by myself, you know, like do it do it by practice. But anyways, I know you made some some good sushi. I I seen some pictures of some bomb food sushi you made. Like what what do you like making? 
I wasn't into sushi that much. Uh, going back, I think after high school, I my first time having sushi was probably sometime around the time I was in college because I I wasn't uh, exposed to that much variety of uh, other cultural foods, you know. You know, I started experimenting, you know, just because I was aware, you know, that there's other stuff out there. So I started experimenting with, you know, flavor profiles. I wanted to see what's out there taste-wise, taste, taste -wise, you know. I wanted to take in these these flavors just so they could be in my memory bank, you know. Yeah. Whenever I wanted to cook something and I could uh, make something, I could go back to whatever I've had and make it similar, you know. But sushi, that, that came in uh, kind of just uh, out of interest, you know. Because Japanese culture kind of sparked an interest in me just... Just the whole food variety they have, noodles and uh, sushi, most of all, I think caught my interest the most. So I started experimenting with it. I ordered myself a little bamboo mat and uh, looked up different uh, recipes for the rice and uh, the process and everything. And I just tried it uh, a few times, kind of. Messed up, but hey, uh, eventually I started getting it right, and I just started making it like nice and beautiful. And uh, I was excited with what I had, and flavor-wise, I think uh, I got it right on. And I think let me see, the last time I made sushi was probably yeah yesterday. I was in Seattle, so I just got back from Seattle, and that's what I had for lunch yesterday, sushi. And um, I had a tempura shrimp. I made some of that, so I put some of that in there and some avocado. And traditionally, I like some tuna because that's you know flavorful. I like tuna because you know you got the flavor of tuna and a little bit of mayo, and um, you can make it spicy if you want, but I don't really make it spicy. I also like the raw stuff, like the raw tuna and the salmon, and a couple different varieties of tuna that they use. Those are the ones I like, and that's uh, that's what I kind of experiment with too sometimes. And as far as other food, um, here's Sunnyside. I think uh, there isn't that much of other varieties like maybe Indian. I, I, I really don't, haven't seen anything Indian, but I, something I totally want to try just because, uh, you know, they have different sauces and those seem to be pretty good. They have a vegan a menu too, so I guess that's pretty healthy too. But Sunnyside, I think, it needs a little more variety of different stuff too, because um, we don't have a whole lot of other um, ethnic varieties of food, which is kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, what what is there more of like? Um, well, there's a lot of like dry <laughs> foods, right? Like a lot of dry foods. Yeah, there's a uh, your mainstream. Uh, big corporate restaurants, but the small people that, you know, the small family owned restaurants, you know, there's a lot of Mexican taquerias and, um, panaderias. <laughs> but, hey, you know, you know, yeah, they're all, they all specialize in a certain bread. That you have to kind of visit them all to, to get, you know, to capture, you know, what they specialize as far as the bread. I don't know. That's just my, yeah, that's been yeah. my experience. But I like the one that was, I don't, I don't even know if it's still there, but there was one across the street from 410. 
Yeah, actually, that one moved over to the 410 when the 410 uh, moved out of there. Oh, wow. Uh, the, uh, yeah, they swapped locations, and I'm not sure if they're still going on, but I think they do uh, They do still have something going on there. I just haven't been uh, down there yeah, yeah. to that part of town right now. But, That's cool. Um, yeah, they moved over just across the street. Yeah, that was, you know, that little spot was just like a little room, like, probably half the size of my garage and it was literally <laughs> yeah only one person working the whole time i saw this mujer and i believe she was at rivera but i think uh doña lupita i'm not sure but the place is called lupitas yeah like uh something like that she's really cool cool person um, but she remembered me every time i'd go in because i would always that was the spot I would go pick up before I'd visit my mom, you know? Or yeah, grandma, yeah. You know, I'd go visit I grandma. remember going there many, many times, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Wow, there was there was one where there used, where the KFC used to be. I don't know. Where, um, I don't know if that one's still there. But was... Oh, yeah, uh, Pepe's. That's uh, Pepe's Bakery. Oh, okay, that, that spot was good, too. I would go there as well. That one is still pretty active, actually. That one gets a lot of business. I think that was the most active one uh, here in Sunnyside because that one, uh, you always see people there coming in and out, um, taking their button, and uh, they have a pretty good variety of bread, too. So I think that one's uh, probably the number one spot here in Sunnyside. Yeah. Peppa's Bakery there. Um, but you also have your little... Uh, bakeries inside those stores like walmart has their own bakeries uh, safeway has their bakery and uh, fiesta foods has their uh, mexican bakery there too you know they have like mexican style breads and uh, uh, your traditional donuts and whatnot yeah okay tell you something right over here by um uh the area that i live in i live in oak park but here in sacramento and there's there's a panaderia called la esperanza here and Ooh, okay. And it's, it's, um, you know, it's like I think it's a family that bought the whole like block, literally like the whole um store block, front, you know, and that area is like perfect. Um, there's just they have a produce area, and then on one side they sell tamales, like, and there's always a line there. They sell tamales and menudo on the weekend and pozole. Um, oh, and they they sell uh, carnitas as well. Freshly make carnitas like almost every day. Um, oh, and they make fresh tortillas too, which is awesome. And they also have like salsa and all this stuff. But on the other side of, of the, the shopping area, the little shopping mall that they have, um, there is a panaderia. And it's a, it's, it's a, you know, it's like a, it's like a normal, it would be as big as a 410. And they're making pan like 24 seven. They're just nonstop lines. And it's, it's really a specialty if you think about it because, I mean, it's so good. It's warm. It just comes right out and and you're like, wow, this is so fresh and it's so, um, you know, re- refreshing to to eat something, you know, that you feel like, like at home. Yeah. You feel like at home. You're like, oh, wow, this is great. Um, but yeah. So- there's, a, there's a few more yeah. bakeries actually here. Okay. There's this one next to Carniceria. I can't remember what it's called, but there's a carniceria La Barata and there's a restaurant called El Faro right next to it, but it's the, the bakery is in between both of those. Oh. They have some pretty good bread there. I like going for their jalapeno bread there. Um, nice. There's also, uh, 
one on the Yakun Valley Highway. The it's a new one actually. It's a Rodriguez Family Bakery, and uh, it's the Mex. It's traditional Mexican uh, brand. You can find that there. Um, but if you wanna, if you if you're interested, like in something like uh, some artisan uh, artisanal um, sourdough bread of the the people I worked with the the guerras they that's they do that every time uh every time the the season comes around you know that we're when uh when it's time to I think around the springtime they they probably start selling uh whatever comes out first like garlic and onions and uh um I think cilantro and flowers and like the stuff that comes out first uh, they start harvesting and they start selling it out of there out of their hilltop uh, farm. And they also have a little truck where they make bread. They bake bread out of this truck and it's like sourdough, natural, natural sourdough bread. And it's uh, pretty good stuff too. I've had that stuff uh, back when I was working with them. We'd, we'd eat afterwards or after our shift. And, you know, that's, that bread was super good because that never messed with my, uh, my stomach, you know, like other, other foods have. And, uh, you know, I think it was because of the natural yeast in it that it was just good for your gut. Yeah, yeah. And that's like uh, part of being like health conscious about these types of foods, like especially like organic food. Is there is there like a is there any like co-op there in um, Sunnyside? Like an organic in terms of uh, no, I I do not. I'm not aware of that. But there's definitely a bunch of farms that are independently owned and uh, that do organic. And um, wow, I don't know about co-ops though. That's not something I'm familiar with around here, at least. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's definitely an opportunity. I think in in Sunnyside, if you think about it, I mean, it would be a you know a co-op would be a nice little little thing so what what else like what other foods are are pretty good um down in the sunny side or up in sunny side should i say i mean sunny side uh... how about italian or you know what uh tell me about italian later but how about this do they have any bakeries that are like french inspired like where they make croissants and like Ooh, um not exactly here in Sunnyside, but in Prosser, there's this uh, kind of British-style bakery. She, I think there's, I'm not sure her name is, but she, it's named after this lady, uh, Jade, I think. Jade's British-style or something, British bakery or something. But I'm thinking she makes a lot of uh, pastries uh, that are, that are you know, European, European, uh, British or whatever. But I haven't been there, so I can't really tell you how it is, but... Mm. Uh, I am aware of that 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 bakery there here in Sunnyside. I can't really think of any other type of bakery. Safeway has a you know they they bake their own baguettes and you know that's French, but and French bread and whatnot. But as far as uh, like a family owned independent small bakery like that, no, I I'm not I haven't come across any. Wow. So yeah, there's again more there's potential for some you know there is there is there's just so much uh, that could be developed in that area um so i mean that's that's part of living in rural america too is that you need to if you like you like it's it's hard to get um things started out there um but it's also an opportunity and when it when it succeeds it's it's a good you know 
opportunity. Uh, yeah. So, like, what else? Like, what do you like cooking? What's your favorite dish? I do like uh, baking breads. <laughs> Since we were talking about bakeries as well, but I do I do bake breads. I do like baking breads, and that was also something I um, perfected throughout the years. I started early on, and uh, I think that was something I started early on as a child as well too. Like maybe around my teens, I think not not so much a child, but I was a teenager and I was starting to experiment with the. Uh, just bread making, you know, because it caught my interest. I was like, this, you know, this is good stuff. I want to see what, I want to see how to make it. I'm kind of curious as to, you know, how to make it and how to make my own, you know. So it didn't come out great, you know. It didn't, I didn't follow the steps uh, according to the recipes. And I knew where I went wrong. So I kind of fixed it. And throughout the years, you know, I just experimented with different blends of flour and just different ingredients and I think eventually I got it to the point where I, I just like the, the outcome, the consistency of it. And, um, I'm sticking pretty much to that for now. And uh, I like the versatility of dough because you could go anywhere with it. You could make Italian uh, breads, French breads, uh, pizzas, uh, Mexican, uh, like, uh, you could go with Mexican breads too, you know. You could just put a little bit of... Uh, Make it a little bit sweet and put a little bit of the this like a cookie. It's like a cookie um, dough on top, and you, bam, you got yourself a concha right there. Um, let me see what else you could do. All kinds of stuff with dough. That's I think that's what I like about it because I've made so many different things out of just dough, buns for hamburgers, or just bread so you know sliced for sandwiches or whatever, or just rolls or even stuffed bread with anything you could put in there, you know, really it's, it's, it's so versatile. And that's, I think that's why I like it the most. Nice. And then, um, do you have to have like a special, like from special place to bake it or is that a big problem or not really? No, it's not. It hasn't, it's, it's doesn't require much space actually. Uh, just your workspace, whatever you're gonna be, uh, wherever you're gonna let your dope proof and uh, whatever, wherever you're gonna bake. And I mean, it, it it doesn't require a whole lot of. It's 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 enough here, just a small oven, just a standard kitchen oven. You can bake a lot of bread in there. Okay. So space isn't a big issue then, and and you know, cooking. I mean, cooking space. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and in terms of other foods uh, that I like to cook, uh, I definitely like to cook a lot of Japanese food because uh, that that's always been one of my uh, favorite foods as well. Um, the sushi, like we mentioned earlier, and uh, different types of noodles. I've I worked with noodles myself too, just experimenting with my own recipes, and it's not that hard. I actually find that it's quite easy and actually more pleasing to eat when. You make the noodle yourself. Um, uh, let me see. Like ramen noodles? I don't know. You could you could get the, what is it, the store? But hey, when you make it, it tastes a lot better. And it's like. Nice. I don't know. You feel, you cool. feel, you feel good about it too. So. Nice. 
if you were to start like a restaurant, what what restaurant would you foresee like um cooking for or something or what what menu would you choose to cook? Ah, uh, wow. That is a great question because I've actually designed on paper a few different menus for different style restaurants like I have one where um I just focus on pizza just like uh, just pizza just that's all it is and then I have another one where I would just do uh, rice bowls you know just like just a bunch of different variety of uh, combinations of rice and proteins vegetables and you know whatever whatever just focus on one thing and just make it the best they can at that one location and um i think uh if i really had the resources and wanted to uh, open up one place to focus on all that i think it would be just the bakery the bakery because that would give me the the versatility to just work with that dough and just make a variety mm. of different things with just that one nice. dough recipe and and i don't think uh since my recipes are like not traditional in, in in a sense you know they're they're my own and a little unorthodox i think uh, it could have a following eventually because it's different people like different and around here especially you know they'll they'll kind of be curious yeah, actually, that's you know? true. hey what's 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 this all about it's actually a young population in, in Sunnyside, which is something I, I looked at and I was very surprised that, um, you know, it's such a long, uh, a young population that's that's growing in Sunnyside. So I could see that actually, you know, being welcomed in that area where there's, a, you know, a new bread spot that, you know, um, it's different. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, like, a broad spectrum of uh, recipes. You could go sweet. You could go savory. You could go um, any way. You could go any way with it, any way you want. You just create this one dough, and bam, you have that ready for whatever the person orders and whatever they feel like. And I feel like I could make anything. Like myself, with my experience, I believe that I could make anything. Like if you were to walk in my restaurant and I had this ball of dough ready to go and you didn't know what you wanted, and I just, you know, asked you, hey, what do you feel like? And you were to tell me what you felt like, I think I could make whatever you want. Yeah, that would be nice, you know. That's, and you you got a lot of organic, you know, produce in your area, so that's a good Yeah, yeah, that's the best part. That's the best part about the yeah, valley here. Yeah. We get a lot of uh, wow, fresh uh, nice. ingredients. Yeah, I'm thinking now. Wow. <laughs> good stuff. So, yeah, you know, I want to have that conversation later uh, with you about um, art, but that will be another conversation. Because um, I know you're, yeah, I know you're really into art, and I, I love art. Oh, yeah, that's, well. fine. Like, that's I, fine. I think I grew up, you know, doing art my whole life, but more, you know, I didn't have all the equipment, I'm sure. I'm sure you, you have the same issue, but um, definitely, um, yeah, whatever you I work with what I have. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, I think that's the thing about the artist. He works with what he has, and as as an artist, I believe uh, not not only culinary wise in the kitchen, but just working with the different types of media and whatnot. I I think I could express myself fairly fairly well yeah. in all types of uh, in all types of uh, ways. Yeah, that is not only thing, through food, but um, through the painting and everything. I, I do see, um, you know, being a cook or a good chef or whatever you want to call it is 
an amazing thing to do because you're always trying to be innovative, you know, in, in the way you, you work with your tools, what you, what tools you have and how to sharpen those tools. You're constantly trying to like, um, you know, make a good, uh, something that with quality, right? Nice. All right. So yeah, next time yeah, we'll yeah. have that conversation about art and, and I hope everybody enjoyed uh, this conversation uh, and keep tuning in.